0: Does anybody have a testimony of what God has done in your life? Why don't you lift up your voice and magnify him here today? Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. He's in this house right now. Hallelujah. Come on. It feels good in the house of the Lord. Why don't you lift up your voice, hallelujah, and give him all the praise, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise, Come on, let's worship him for a few more moments. Let's give him a shout of victory. Hallelujah. Has anybody been washed in the blood? Cleansed by the power of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, we worship you today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen, it is so good to be in the house of the Lord here today. At this time, we'd like to dismiss our Sunday school students and their teachers, praise God, amen, 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 thankful for all that are here today on this Sunday afternoon, if you have your Bibles, we're going to turn open to the book of Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2 and beginning in verse number 8. Now we pray that everybody has a wonderful, safe uh, Christmas this upcoming week. Amen. But we want to encourage you, don't, uh, don't forget to come back to church next Sunday. We're going to be uh, kind of getting ready to close out the year, and it's just a wonderful time of celebration, and uh, spend time with your family. Remember, it's all about Jesus. Amen. Luke chapter 2 and verse number 8. The Bible says, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, And saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. The angel of the Lord told them, Fear not, because I bring you tidings of great joy. And I want to preach on this incredible revelatory title Joy to the World. Joy to the World. Now, it's not going to be your Christmas song, but. Amen. Turn to your neighbor. And tell them we need joy in the world. We need joy in the world. Amen. Why don't you set in your Bibles? And let's pray all across the building. Amen. God, we love you. We thank you today. Amen. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you that you have come. Amen. To this earth. Amen, that we being men that could not get to God, amen, you have bridged the gap. You are the mediator between God and men. We're praying, Lord, that you would bless us today, amen, honor what you have spoken, amen, fill this house with joy unspeakable and full of glory. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. Let's clap our hands one more time to the Lord, amen, and you may be seated. Amen. Joy to the world. Christmas has by many been endearingly called the happiest time of the year. Now I'm mr. Grinch here today and uh, my wife she's she's all about it but uh, but for some they would say it is the happiest time of the year. Think about it for a moment this time of the year. Has created its own genre of music. Can't think of any other time of year that's really done that. Its own entertainment and its own traditions. All of these are centered around being merry. Not married, now that might be part of it. Being merry. Think about it. Bright, cheery, happy, and it invented phrases like holly jolly. Christmas is a season of well-wishing as we engage with strangers we otherwise would not talk to with a Merry Christmas and a happy holidays and a happy New Year here and there. Even though the holidays are usually viewed as a time of happiness and rejoicing for some people it can be a period of painful reflection of sadness, of loneliness, of anxiety, and depression. For some, the feelings of sadness last through the holiday season, especially through the months of November and December. This is often referred to by psychologists as the holiday blues. Now, I need Brother Johnson to get on that guitar. We're going to, no, I'm kidding. We're not going to sing the blues, but they refer to it as a holiday blues or holiday depression. Even people who love the holidays have been noted to experience the blues during this busy season. This is a true story. The holidays are often a time of high emotion and high demands, which can leave a lot of people feeling extra stressed and beyond exhausted. They've noted that people with prior mental health conditions may be even more prone to experiencing The holiday blues. According to the National Alliance on Mental Illness, 64% of people with an existing mental illness report that the holidays make their condition worse than it ever was. In a recent survey, 24% of people living with mental illness found that the holidays made their symptoms a lot worse. 68% Felt financially stressed, 66% felt lonely, 63% experienced too much pressure, 57% felt that there were too many unrealistic expectations, and 55% of them found themselves thinking back and remembering happier times in their past while comparing it to the trouble that they were facing in their present. All of these numbers and statistics during the Christmas season are merely showing a deeper issue in our society. The suicide rate in America has increased by 35% in the last 20 years alone. Not even going back as far as early 2000s. We can see then clearly note that depression has skyrocketed among adults in the United States since the year 2020. The numbers have tripled in 2020 due to the global pandemic, jumping from 8.5% to a staggering 27.8%. Now, I know we don't think in percentages, amen. It's hard for us, amen, to figure that out, but it's as simple as this. They've done new studies, and they have revealed... That as of 2021, it has worsened. It has not gotten better, amen, since the pandemic started. But it's now at about 32.8%. Which means that depression is affecting one in every three Americans. Amen. We don't always work in percentages, but let me tell you, if you look and you count one, two, three in this building, I feel confident in saying that one out of three, even in this building, are struggling and suffering. Amen. They might have a smile on their face, but there's something that is deeper inside them that you might be sitting next to one or to two other people that are currently struggling just to make it through the day and to make it through the week. Well, preacher, I go to church. That doesn't matter. You're still within the category of those, uh, amen, that are just trying to get through, amen, let alone to get through the holiday blues. I feel safe to say that I'm preaching to people that fall within that statistic, uh, amen. Our world is a dark place. And I want you to know, I, I, I promise joy's coming here in a moment. Uh, I promise we're going to end, uh, amen, this service on a better note. But I've got to let us know the reality, amen, that our world is a very dark place. And, and it's not getting any brighter at the moment. In fact, uh, it's getting worse and worse. They're doing the numbers and they're running all of the stats and they're figuring out that the world is getting darker by the moment. Uh, but I've come to bring us hope uh, and I've come to bring us glad tidings uh, of great joy here today uh, that in the midst of the darkness uh, as it was 2,000 years ago, it was on a dark night, that the Savior was born into the world, and I've come to let you know that even in the darkest night, the Savior of the world is going to return. The Savior of the world is coming, and that's a reason for us to have great joy, and that's a reason for us to be excited. Somebody ought to clap your hands and shout. The angel of the Lord in our text uh, appeared to them in the darkness of night. Uh, It scared every single one of them. Uh, They didn't know what was going on. The Bible says they were afraid. Uh, They were suffering uh, because they didn't know what was going on and what was going to happen. And I'm just preaching to people here today that the reason that you are suffering, uh, amen, from anxiety and from stress and from fear and from depressive thoughts uh, is because the world around you is ever changing and there's no stability and you don't know what tomorrow holds and it's getting darker and darker and darker but the angel of the Lord came with a word Uh, he said today's not a day to be afraid and and when you hear what I've got to tell you uh, fear has got to depart from you and it it doesn't matter how dark it is or how afraid you are what you've been going through Uh, he told them and proclaimed to them fear not can I preach to somebody in this this current climate and current circumstance of our world. Fear not. God's got everything in control. Fear not. God's got a plan. Fear not. You may not know what you're doing, but God knows exactly what he's doing. Somebody ought to clap your hands and shout here today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. It is a very dark world that we are living in got good news. and I'm going to talk about the good news. Amen. But I want to talk about what the world is doing to cope with what they've got going on. Our world is trying to be merry, happy, bright, and holly jolly. Amen. That's what they're doing today. That's why some people cannot wait for one more year to turn around so they can get towards this season to try and have the hustle and bustle and all of the busyness and all of the lights, amen, help them, amen, to feel a little bit more happy, amen, and there's something too that I think that there's, there's part of that that's good, but our world's doing everything it can just to be happy, and it goes beyond just this season, amen, there are people that they're going to parties, amen, Christmas parties, holiday parties, and after that's all said and done, they're going to have uh, football parties, and, and they're going to go, and they're going to they're gonna eat nachos and they're going to get drunk and they're going to do all of this and what they're really doing is they're striving with everything they can in the midst of the uncertainty to be a little bit happier than they were a moment ago. Amen. They they drink themselves amen into a place where they feel amen buzz. What is that buzz? It helps them get beyond amen the feelings of reality and and they're trying to feel a little bit Happier, Amen. But I want to tell you here today that our world does not need happiness. Uh, happiness is not going to fix anything uh, because there's days that are happy and there's days that are not happy. Amen. But our world doesn't need any happiness. Uh, our world needs joy. Can I help us understand here today? Our world doesn't need any more happiness. They've got entertainment that's made them happy, and it hasn't helped. They've got drugs and alcohol that's made them a little happier at the moment, but it hasn't helped. They've got prescription medication that is through the roof and off the charts just to make them a little bit happier, but it has not helped. Our world doesn't need any more happiness. Amen. Our world says whatever makes you happy, do that. And so people leave one spouse for another, and they find out it didn't make them any happier. Our world doesn't need any happiness. Our world needs joy. Yeah. Yeah. Let me help us understand here today. By definition, happiness uh, is something external. It's, a, it's an external action, amen. But joy is an internal strength. Happiness is based on external things that happen or didn't happen. They are based on external realities, which means uh, I can be happy if I get the raise. I can be happy if I got the job. I can be happy if I got the car. I can be happy if the relationship works out. I can be happy if I have one more drink. I can be happy, and it's always this pursuit uh, for the next thing to find something more to satiate uh, if this doesn't and make me happy. I'll look for the next thing that'll make me happy. Uh, There's a whole world out there right now that they're looking for this happiness uh, and they're basing everything on the external things surrounding them. They look at the darkness of the world. They look at the uncertainty. They look at the stock market. They look at the unemployment rate. They look at everything going on around them, the political upheaval, and they're thinking, uh, I've got to find something that can make me happy. Uh, Amen. But I've come to tell you that everything on the external It's ever-changing. It's ever-shifting. It's like Peter being on that boat in the middle of the sea. The storms of life rage, and the wind blows. Everything goes chaotic, and sometimes people die, and sometimes things go wrong. Sometimes you lose your job, and sometimes your retirement goes to zero, and sometimes you get sick even though you've done everything you can to stay healthy, and sometimes life is just not a happy thing. Uh, and sometimes the external is just not good and we've got to face it as humans uh, that sometimes, uh, amen, the external is outside of our control. But when our world's looking for happiness, amen, they're looking, amen, at everything external and now their happiness is reactionary. How did things happen this week? Therefore I am or I am not happy. How's the job going? Therefore I am. Or I am not happy. amen. happiness is based on external realities. But joy is based on internal security. Now, we don't believe in eternal security. Let me help you out here today. That's once saved, always saved. Listen, you're going to get saved amen. today. You're going to need to be saved tomorrow. You're going to need to be saved the next day. You're going to have to have a prayer meeting. We don't believe in eternal security. But I do believe in an internal security. It's called joy. Is called joy uh, an internal security, uh, amen, that, that that's called joy uh, that does not base itself uh, off of anything external, uh, that joy uh, that's not determined by how dark it is outside in the world, uh, that joy that's not determined by a stock market, uh, that joy that's not determined by the unemployment rate, uh, that joy that's not determined by a politician, uh, that joy that's not determined by my health, whether it's good or whether it's bad. Uh, My joy that's not determined by my bank account. Uh, My joy is not determined uh, by the clothes I wear, the car I drive, or the house I live in. Uh, I've come to help you today. You can look for happiness, uh, but you do a lot better to find great joy. uh, A great joy that reminds you uh, everything else is dark. Everything else is chaotic. uh, But I've got you grounded. Uh, I've got... There's still hope. There's still a brighter day. There's still more good things to come. Amen. I came to preach to somebody today. What you need is a baptism of joy. What we need in this world is a little more joy. Somebody ought to clap your hands and shout. Old, per, old song says this way, the joy that I have, the world did not give it to me and the world cannot take it away. I've come to remind somebody that when you get joy, I'm talking about the joy that Jesus brings, not the joy that Christmas brings. I've come to tell you the joy that Jesus brings, amen, a life that's living for God, that joy that God gives you. The Bible says that the Holy Ghost is righteousness, peace, and peace joy. I've got some people, they've got righteousness they got the Holy Ghost, but their life is always chaotic and there's no peace. And I also know some people that maybe they got righteousness and they got peace, but I haven't seen a smile in 20 years. I've come to remind you today that if you're going to be filled with the Holy Ghost, it doesn't come by itself. It comes with righteousness, peace, and joy. A joy that'll be there when you lose the job. A joy that'll be there when the family member dies. A joy that'll be there when everything falls apart. A joy that'll keep you when nothing else will. A joy that'll bring light in the darkness. A joy. The joy I have, uh, amen, the world didn't give it and the world cannot take it away. Uh, nothing external, uh, amen, can exterminate my joy. Uh, my joy that's in Jesus uh, did not come from man and it cannot be taken by man. Uh, my joy that came from Jesus, uh, it did not come uh, from money, it cannot be taken from money. Uh, my joy that came from Jesus did not come from health, uh, therefore it cannot be taken by health. Uh, my joy that Jesus came uh, and he gave to me, uh, it cannot be stolen by grief no matter how painful Powerful it is. The joy that Jesus gives cannot be stolen away, amen. By momentary discomforts, amen, or times of sadness and depression, because the joy I have is an internal security. The joy that I have is a—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, 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 it's a shield. It's a buckler. It's a strong tower. It's a defense. Somebody ought to clap your hands and shout with a voice of triumph. The Bible prophesied, amen, in the book of Isaiah chapter 12. It says that the, that the Lord is my strength and my song, amen, amen. He said that, that the Lord is, is, is coming, amen. He prophesied that God is my salvation and whom I will trust and I will not be afraid. Hallelujah. Amen. When when you put your trust in other things and other people, you have every reason and every right to be unhappy and to be be afraid and to be depressed. Amen. You have every right and every reason to do that because uh, it's uncertain. It always changes. But when you have a revelation that God's my salvation, not other people. God's my salvation, not the circumstances that surrounds me. God's my salvation. You put your trust in the right one and the right person. Amen. I want you to know that there's nothing left to be afraid of. Amen. I want you to know that when you put your trust in Jesus, not even death scares you because death. Paul put it this way, for me to live is Christ but to die is gain. Because even death itself does not separate. It might separate you from me. It might separate us one from another. You might miss me when I'm gone. But let me tell you, when I die, I get to be with Jesus. And it's a great victory. And it's a great game. I got joy. I got joy because my trust and my hope is not in earth and it's not in man. David put it this way, some trust in horses, some trust in chariots. What's he saying? Some people trust in the external things that come by the hand of man. But he said, I won't trust in those things which man can give because man can take it away. I put my trust in the Lord. It prophesied. Amen. Behold, God is my salvation. That word salvation is Yeshua or Joshua, or as we would call it in modern English, Jesus. Hallelujah. See, when you read that in the Old Testament, you see the word salvation, you need to realize it's saying Jesus. There ain't no salvation outside of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me. Help us understand that there is no salvation outside of Jesus. You are not your salvation. Your family is not your salvation. Well, what about grandma? Who cares about grandma? Grandma is not your salvation. You need to look toward Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. He said, behold, God is my Jesus. God is my salvation. I will trust in Jesus. I will not be afraid because God is my Jesus continues on for the lord jehovah is my strength and my song i want you to get this for all those amen that haven't quite got it figured out there's one lord one faith one baptism amen that they think there's a separation amen the bible says jesus speaking i and my father are one amen the bible says the lord jehovah many people say that's god the father amen but the bible declares he's my strength and my song but get this he has also become my salvation What's that salvation? Uh, Amen. The Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He has also become my Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Just quoting a little oneness verse for us here today. Amen. That when you think about it. Amen. Jesus is your salvation. And this is what we get a revelation of. Amen. When we hear and we realize that Jesus is our salvation. The Bible declares, therefore with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. Amen. When you realize that Jesus is your Savior. Amen. There's a joy that comes with it. Amen. It's a joy. I want to tell you joy is a bucket. And it helps you draw water out of the wells of salvation Uh, when you get a revelation that jesus is your savior uh, amen there's this bucket that is able to pull up uh, all of that great joy and all of that salvation uh, amen the bible was prophesying that one day uh, god almighty would become a man uh, that god almighty he wouldn't send somebody else uh, but god almighty would become our salvation uh, that god almighty would become our jesus and the verse we read at the beginning uh, The angel showed up and said, don't be afraid. I bring you tidings of great joy. What's that great joy? God has become my Jesus. God has become my salvation. And therefore, you don't have to be afraid. Why? Because you can draw out of salvation with joy. Somebody ought to shout and give God praise with joy on your lips. When you realize that Jesus is your salvation, you put your hope in Jesus, you got this bucket of joy. Amen. I, I wonder if there's some folks that left their bucket at home today. Joy, joy, joy. Amen. I there's joy unspeakable and full of glory in this house. I've been praying about it all week. God baptize us again. Amen. With joy. God, amen, let us never come to church without our bucket. Amen. Let us... You, you don't just get saved and have a, have a frown on your face. Uh, the Bible says it's with joy. Last time I checked, uh, when I got saved, uh, I got something that came with it. I got a joy. Uh, I'm, I'm no longer lost, but I'm found. Uh, I'm not on my way to hell, but I'm on my way to heaven. Uh, I didn't get saved to be sad about it. Uh, I got joy. Don't forget your bucket at home. Bring your bucket of joy to church. Bring your bucket of joy to your marriage. Bring your bucket of joy with you to your job. Bring Because bu- our world, joy to the world. Our world needs to know there's joy in being saved. There's joy when Jesus is your Savior. There's joy. Somebody ought to shout and give God praise. I hope you brought your joy with you. I hope you brought your joy with you. David proclaimed it this way. I think this is a good prayer for us to all pray today. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation. When's the last time you let Jesus be your joy? Ah, Hallelujah. When's the last time you let Jesus, uh, your salvation, be your joy? Uh, When's the last time you got up and said, man, I'm so glad I'm saved. Uh, Amen. I'm so glad I woke up this morning and I know my name. Uh, I'm so glad I woke up this morning uh, and I know I'm on my way to meet him if there's anything we need to be baptized with again in this hour in a world that's so dark and so hopeless I know that things haven't gone your way I know there's not a lot of happiness left because everything external's falling apart but do you still have joy or do you need God to restore joy to you We need to let God restore joy. Let God restore joy. God, I need a refilling of joy. When you get the Holy Ghost again, let it baptize you with joy. That's what the Bible's really saying when it says, Greater is he that's within you than he that's within the world. Because he that's external has nothing to compare with what's internal. Hey, well, why you got a smile on your face? Don't you know what's been happening the last few years? Yeah, I don't really mind about it because this world's not my home. I'm just passing through. I didn't come to store for myself treasures on earth where moth and rust and thieves can break in forth to steal. But I've come to put my joy and put my strength in Jesus. Amen. For with joy you shall draw out waters of the wells of salvation. You got to be excited about being saved. Let God restore to you the joy of his salvation. The Bible says Jesus telling a parable of the man that's, that, that was looking at the treasure in the field. The Bible says not only did he sell everything and buy that field. The Bible says how he did it. For with joy. Hey, listen. I, I've not met anybody that truly gets saved and truly gets a Holy Ghost that mopes and complains on their way to the altar. In fact, amen, we've almost gone as far to make a theology about celebrating, amen, when somebody gets the Holy Ghost. And what I mean by that is, uh, and, and, and understand me, I believe you can get the Holy Ghost while sitting in your chair. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on them. Amen, I believe you get the Holy Ghost while I'm preaching. I believe all of that. I believe you can get it whether you're sitting, kneeling, standing. It doesn't matter. Amen, you can be in a, in a, in a crowd, uh, amen, of men or a crowd of men and women. It doesn't matter where you are. You can get the Holy Ghost. But we have taken from the scriptures. And what do we tell people when we're praying for them to get the Holy Ghost? Just go ahead and lift your hands and give God praise. Give God praise because when you get the Holy Ghost, it's going to hit you with joy. When you draw out of salvation, it's going to be with joy. When you get saved, that old life means nothing. You sell everything you have with joy. Come on, somebody! I didn't. I wasn't moping and complaining. that depression had to leave. I did it with joy. When I got saved, I didn't do it. Amen. Complaining, I had to go to church. I went to church and said it. I was glad when they said unto me, "Let us go into the house of the Lord." I did it with joy. The Bible declares in Psalm sixteen, eleven, Amen. That in your presence there is fullness of joy. Listen, if you are currently struggling, I don't want to demean anybody or make anybody feel bad about what they're going through. Amen. I I want you to know that in his presence, there is fullness of joy. You might need to get in his presence. Pastor, I'm really anxious. I'm really stressed out. The Bible says be anxious for nothing but everything by prayer and supplication. In other words, a new English translation would say it this way, be stressed about nothing but pray about everything. Because something happens when you and I begin to pray. Uh, everything that's external starts to fade away. And there's an internal strength, an internal security. I'll tell you what it is. It's joy that says, I don't know how things are going to work out or if they even will work out. But I do know this. Uh, this one thing I'm confident in, I will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Uh, I'll behold this. I'll tell you what it is. It's joy. It's joy. When you do it, uh, you realize uh, God's given me joy in his presence. Uh, If you don't have joy, you might need to get back in his presence. Uh, If you feel depressed, you might want to get in his presence. Uh, If you feel anxious, you might want to get in his presence. Uh, Because when you get in his presence, uh, there's a fullness of joy. Not half joy, not a little joy, but it's full. Somebody ought to lift up your hands and magnify the Lord. Come on, let's magnify the Lord. I'm just about done preaching. But there's some folks, God wants to baptize you again with joy. Uh, baptize you again with joy. Uh, amen, because this world needs joy. Uh, this world needs joy. Uh, and it starts with you and I. Somebody pray. Nehemiah put it this way. For the joy of the Lord is your We sang it today. I don't even know they were going to sing it. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Somebody needs to tell your neighbor. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Come on, turn to your other neighbor tell them the joy of the Lord is your strength. I don't know where I'm going to get the strength. I don't know how I'm going to. I'll tell you where you're going to get it. You're going to get it from the joy of the Lord. Well, preacher, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this. The joy of the Lord's going to be yours. That's not just a well-wish or a Merry Christmas. I'll tell you what that is. If you can get in his presence, there is fullness of joy. And where you did not have strength, you can stand up firm with an internal security. I got joy. I got joy that even if everything falls apart, me and Jesus are going to be all right. I got joy, amen, that tells me even if I get sick or die, everything's going to be all right. I got joy that if the boss fires me tomorrow, God's got my back and he'll supply all my needs. I got joy. Somebody ought to shout and give God praise. Everywhere that Jesus goes, I want to tell you, joy follows. The Bible says that Jesus showed up. Amen. And and, and let me show you the first place that Jesus showed up and there was joy. The Bible says that Elizabeth, who was also pregnant, hid herself for six months. She was pregnant with John the Baptist at the same time that Mary was pregnant with Jesus. You know, just about it. There's so many expositors I've read. They all kind of agree around one thing. They're pretty certain that because of Elizabeth's age, they were certain that Elizabeth hid herself for six months because she was afraid that the baby was dead because it wasn't moving. She was afraid that she would have to suffer the grief, uh, amen, of losing a child, amen, and everybody would know it, so she hid herself for six months uh, until she could find out whether or not everything was going to be okay. Oh, I came to help somebody here today. Amen. She tried to hide herself, but the Bible says Mary, who was pregnant with Jesus, showed up. And while Jesus showed up, the Bible says the baby leapt for joy. And she started realizing, this ain't any ordinary baby in your womb, Mary, because I haven't felt nothing move for six months. And you just gave me joy that everything's going to be all right. When Jesus shows up, it could feel dead. Everything could feel like it's not going to work. But when Jesus shows up, there's a leaping for joy. There's an excitement. I wish somebody would get it, Get a little bit of joy. Bring your bucket with you. Let the joy flow today. Let the joy flow today. The Bible declares, amen, that, that when they... The disciples were filled with, the, with, with joy and with the Holy Ghost. The Bible declares that the apostles preached Jesus in all the cities in Acts chapter 8. And those that were possessed with devils, they were delivered. And those that were sick of the palsy were delivered. And those that were lame were healed. And let me tell you what followed all the miracles of Jesus. The Bible says there was great joy in that city. ARC, we're not just having church on a Sunday or on a Wednesday. I'll tell you what we're doing. We're preparing the atmosphere for a city that might be suffering from depression and from the holiday blues to have great joy in the city. Not everybody in the city was saved. But i tell you what they did have. They had hope that they did not have. They had joy. Somebody ought to stand and lift up your hands and magnify the Lord. Come on, lift up your voice. I feel like joy is in this house. In spite of what you've been facing, in spite of the negativity that's external surrounding you, you can be baptized again with joy. You can go home with joy. Your marriage can have joy. You can have joy in your finances. You can have joy in your health. Even if it hasn't been the way you want it to be, you can still have joy today. Oh, somebody pray. Come on, somebody pray in this house. Come on. Hallelujah. Somebody make a joyful noise unto the Lord tonight. Oh! Come on, somebody make a joyful. What does that mean? I'm full of joy. I can't explain everything that's going on around me, but I can still lift up a joyful noise. Come on, somebody let it flow out of you. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength right now. Let a joyful noise proceed from your mouth. Come on, he's in this building right now. There's people, I'll tell you, one out of three, if that's the statistics in the world, I wonder what it would be in the church. I want you to know that regardless of what you've been facing, you can let the joy of the Lord fill you today. And you can let the joy of the Lord be your strength. And you can let the joy of God, amen, strengthen you where you did not have strength. You can let the joy of the Lord fill you today. The Bible speaks of Jesus. The Bible says, Looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him, He endured the cross. How would, how would Jesus have joy when they're about to crucify Him, whip Him, beat Him? He's going to die. There's some people that, that it doesn't matter if you stub your toe, you can't have joy. And the Bible said, Jesus said, with joy. Because the external didn't matter. He had a joy on the internal. He knew this. That 2,000 plus years later, there's going to be a church in Carson City with people that have been struggling from depression, people that have been suffering from anxiety, people that have been suffering from fear, that I'm going to fill them with my joy. I'm going to fill them with my spirit, and that joy is going to strengthen them. He said, I'll suffer so they can have strength. I'll suffer, and I won't do it begrudgingly. I'll do it with joy. It's time for us to let God restore some joy because our world's getting dark church and how's our world gonna ever get joy if it doesn't start with us maybe it's been a while since you let God's joy baptize you I feel like God's gonna do that here today I want to open up this altar would you come down to the front lift up your hands Come on. We're going to come to the front. amen. But I want you to come with your bucket called joy. I want you to bring it with you so that you don't leave empty. You you leave filled up. You leave absolutely filled. Come on. I know that maybe you suffer from grief uh, this year. I I know what that's like. And maybe you suffer from loss. I know what that's like this year. Amen. But I want to tell you that before this year's out, you can say, God, baptize me and restore unto me the joy of your salvation. I believe that you can live. Well, Well, I haven't been happy in a while. That's all right. I believe you can leave with joy that strengthens you where you were weak. I believe that God can fill you with joy and with peace as Romans 15 says. I believe that God can fill you with joy even if you're like Elizabeth and you're afraid it's dying and it's not working. I believe there can be a leaping for joy as they begin to sing. Would you pray and would you magnify the Lord here today? Would you just let the Lord's joy be your strength when you get in his presence let the fullness of joy fill you up come on somebody lift up your voice and magnify him come on we may endure for the night but I've come to tell you there's a strength called joy that's coming to somebody right now you can draw out with salvation with joy somebody magnify the Lord Come on. He's given beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for those that have mourned. He's replacing all of your hurt. He's replacing all your regret. He's replacing all of your pain. And he's giving it joy. Come on. Somebody pray right now. All across this house. Come on, in spite of everything you face, you can have joy today. In spite of what's going on around you, you can overcome with joy
1: today. Come on,
0: lift up your voice and let God fill you with joy right now. Joy that'll last beyond the season.
1: Joy that'll go
0: with you day in and day out.
1: Joy that'll follow you through the hardest
0: times of your life. Joy that'll follow you through your loss. Follow you through your grief. That joy will be your strength.
1: joy of the Lord is my strength. I have dominion. I walk in authority. I've been washed in the blood. I'm kept by his love. I'm filled with his spirit. I'm filled with the Spirit by his stripes. I'm healed. I'm free. Yes, Jesus gave me the victory. Overcomer Come on. Somebody lift up your voice. How have you I made it this winning. far, I'll tell you. The joy, the joy of, the of the Lord, Lord is mercy. my strength. I have dominion. I walk in and the blood. I'm kept by His love. I'm filled with the Spirit by His stripes. I'm healed. I'm
0: free. Yes,
1: Jesus gave me the victory. Overcomer. Come on. overcomer. Lift up your voice.
0: He's helping you overcome right now. By the
1: blood of you the feel man. the joy
0: of the Lord in here. It's there. And in, it's the full
1: The of the Lord is my shame. I have dominion. I walk in authority. I've been washed in the blood. I'm kept by his love. I'm filled with his spirit. By his strength.